I would be so embarrassed if I was in front of anybody else. Here's what happened. So I write like I was waiting for you to come into the virtual room so we could record. And, and, are, and are our mics on now? Are we talking about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and great. So <laughs> I I saw this link on Facebook and it was like suggested for you. And it was like, like literally, this is how viruses happen on computers because it was like, it was literally like, you know, back when it would be like Paris Hilton sex tape and you, you know, somebody in your office downloaded that and that's what, you know, you got to the bottom of it. You're like, dude, you knew that was a virus. This was my equivalent of that, which was it said, get both of Blink182's Coachella sets, the bootlegs here. And I was like, first of all, this sounds like a total scam, but it was from like a music magazine I'd heard of. So I clicked on it, and then it was written by, the article was written by a guy who is a music journalist that I know, Jason Tate. Not know, but know of. And so I, I, I texted our mutual friend Charles, and I was like, I'm either about to download a virus, or I'm about to get the full bootlegs of both Blink-182 Coachella sets. So, so you actually physically downloaded a file? You weren't just watching a video? An no, video. I physically downloaded a file. My computer may just break in the middle of this. Who knows? But it, it was worth it because then what happened was I was logged into this room and forgot. And I was like, where is Mark? But in the meantime, I was blaring this bootleg in my in my headphones and enjoying the shit out of it because we've talked about this on the show before. Mark and Tom and Travis are back together. So this is like this is for my generation. This is a big deal for guys who this is like one of our core things, right? Like this was a core high school record for me, Blink-182 Enema of the State. So anyway, I'm losing my mind. And then I start texting Murdoch and he's the whole time watching me. And I just like have the, I don't have the program pulled up. So I don't I've see been, him watching. Like, so, so like fucking forever. I've been sitting here <laughs> looking at you while you've been. So the first thing I thought of, I was like, I was like, well, that's hilarious. The second thing was, I was like, man, is your family home? Because it's, it was so is your family home? Uh, yeah, two of them are asleep, and my wife's in the other room. How are they asleep? Like, I maybe my house doesn't have bones, but I feel like I'm gonna wake them up when I do anything. I mean, it's in my like, headphones. Okay, so I could hear. Okay, because I was. That's so odd because sometimes, like, you can hit you can hit the music and I won't hear it. But there, I heard it, it was like bleeding over. I don't know. It was crazy and. I thought it was loud as fuck, dude. I thought I thought that I thought that you saw me, and then no, this is what's happened. This is what's happened. I'm like playing air guitar. I'm like singing into the microphone. Like it was some embarrassing shit. And I was like thinking, I hope my wife doesn't walk in and hear here and see me doing this. Not even realizing that my best friend is watching me, like in a full full 4K feed. And and here's where I've grown as an almost middle aged man. I thought to myself, I was like, well, maybe he needs the moment here. You're, you're beautiful to me. You're beautiful to me. You're, I just didn't think. I was like, well, there's no fucking well, way he doesn't see me, so but totally true. This you is the equivalent. This is the equivalent of you discovering some Def Leppard bootlegs. Uh, and we should, if we're just going to talk about our evenings, the last fucking hour has been me and you and, and producer Troy talking about Mutt Lang and Def Leppard reissues and all sorts of shit so speaking of things that i love uh i love our listeners and i love the mailbox it's we are the story guys at gmail.com of course we hear from you you can also get involved on the instagram backslash rock and roll bedtime stories thank you for everybody that does that and um you know the the mailbox is alive we've we've heard from some folks who enjoyed uh the show this week um we talked about the devil horns and this is this is really hit a uh (laughs) 
it, it it's hit a nerve with people. Um, I don't yeah, know if and, and it, why why shouldn't it, Brian? Right, like, right. For, for your generation, like we, you know, we've talked about you watching Blink One Eighty Two set from Coachella. Not like, even watching is, Blink One Eighty Two set, listening oh, to a serious. shitty bootleg that was not even a sound. I had a not even a soundboard bootleg. Yeah, so this is more. This is definitely more my thing. Yeah, okay. Sure. Well, so we at one point on the show we mentioned that there was, um, it, there is some history to the the rock and roll symbol, and some say that it it even in certain countries was actually uh, a sign of of someone of like calling someone or telling someone they had been cuckolded, and we decided not to go into what that was, um, but we. <laughs> We we did, did hear we get, get mail. Oh yeah, so <laughs> we we heard from now one of the countries that we said that this happened. I just in, I just want to say first we're flattered. <laughs> Whatever's happening. So so one of the places that we said this happened in was uh was in Canada. Canada. In, well, in Mexico, and so we heard from Juan in Mexico, and uh, he. <laughs> He was quick to take up for his his country. Good afternoon. As a proud inhabitant of the beautiful country of Mexico for a little over 50 years, I have never heard or seen the horn sign used to indicate that thing you mentioned. Maybe that happens in other countries, but as far as I know, not here. Fun episode, though, and I didn't know that the rock sign had such a rich history. Can't wait for the next episode. And then he writes, P.S., we do have this is this cracks me up because it's like stream of consciousness because he contradicts himself. So he says this is nothing to do with. Uh, Mexico is the first thing he says. And then he says, P.S. We do have a phrase, poner los cuernos, which means put on the horns, which more or less is a way of saying that you have cheated on someone or that you have gotten cheated on. So, yeah, but there you go. Mutu- but that's mutually exclusive from cuck holding, I would say. Well, well I mean, okay, sort of. Yeah, but maybe. Well, so, I, I mean, so. it's it's in the, I think, listen, I don't want to get into a definition of yeah. cuckolding on this show, you, but I, also, I think that you're thinking of it in the, like, in the Pornhub sense, and I, I think there's actually a different definition of it, which is just someone right. who is getting cheated on. Right, right, right. Um, also, you can think about what Jules, um, like, from from uh, Pulp Fiction would say, and he would say, you know, it's it, it's it's the same ballpark. So it's, it's, yeah, we're talking about kind of like, we're talking about some like cheating on your your mate stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in the same zip code for sure. For sure. Um, now we did hear from, uh, we, we talked last week about, uh, better mousetrap guitars and the sweet bass basses they're making. Um, uh, Holy smokes guys. I was working in the shop tonight and just turned on your latest mailbag episode and heard the shout out. Uh, thanks a million for such kind words. Yeah, of course, man. Um, thank you for writing the show. We uh, we definitely appreciate it. Now, here's one thing that's been happening, too, that's been really fun, and we talk about this quite a bit, is that this show has a life of its own after 140-something episodes. So it's you know we're sort of caught up in whatever we've been talking about over the last few weeks, but there's a lot of folks experiencing this show out of time, which is a beautiful thing about podcasting. And so we have folks who are reaching out about episodes that happened years ago, and, you know, getting in the comments about it. So we heard from Nora. Hey guys, I just started listening to your podcast a few months ago. It's super fun. I love the stories. I'm making my way back and listening to older episodes. And I just listened to that one about Andrew WK. (laughs) Well, hell yeah. Let's talk about that. Nora. Um, She says uh, two funny things came up as I was listening. 
I, I just the other day, I was texting with my friends from college, and we were talking about when Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds played a show at our small school, Carthage College. Shout out, Carthage College. Uh, and we all agreed it was the most boring concert we've ever seen. I guess in that episode, I probably talked about how the Tim Reynolds show I went to in college was awful. Yeah. Uh, and then the second thing is that you said Andrew WK would play a show like Riot Fest. I vaguely remember saying this, I guess, to like illustrate where he was in his career. And she said, I totally saw him at Riot Fest. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, his name was in a pretty big font. Uh, I like this podcast so much, I got my brother to start listening to it as well. Keep up the good work. Oh, thanks. No, I really, really appreciate it. I thanks mean, so much for listening. It is awesome to hear from folks who are like, this world is tough. This country is weird. You know, some days it takes a lot to get out of bed. And if we are making it easier or more fun for you, uh, that is really why we're doing it. So um, thank you so much for reaching out and letting us know that. That is very nice of you. Um, now, in this category of old episodes and um, people revisiting things in the catalog, Alexi reaches out. Alexi says, hey, y'all, I just heard the podcast on Rare Essence. Do you remember this? This was a bonus episode. Oh, sort of. Gosh, it's like you have to. Oh, yeah. This is the band from Washington, D.C., who was huge in D.C. And then like several of their members got killed. Oh, that's right. Remember? So they were like a regional act that never really broke. So I really enjoyed that episode. I might suggest looking into a similar set of stories about other artists. Here's one to start with. Big G of Backyard Band. Do you know what any of those words mean? No, no. Big G of Backyard Band. I mean, this is why I love what we've created here. Is because I'm ba- after I get done listening to the the Blink One Eighty Two bootleg four times, I'm gonna go down a hole and find out who is Big G of Backyard Band. Um, but uh, apparently, DC area Go Go Band, sort of like uh, Rare Essence, and there was a a shooting. And like maybe a kid, maybe there's a whole bunch of stuff, right? So we'll dig into that story and see if we can't throw that in another episode. But if you are listening to an old story and you want to, you know, you know, you want to tell us about something, you want to comment, we try to make it as easy as possible. So Instagram, that's an easy way to get, you know, in our DMs or even just comment. Um, and you can always send an email to we are the story guys at gmail.com. Uh, we did, I will say. <laughs> Last week, we did a mailbag, and we got a little bit into Mick Mars and Motley Crue, and most of the feedback we got from that was, cool, uh, so w- when are we getting even more? You know, like, we just need ongoing <laughs> updates. Is, is, has anything happened in that case? Yeah. No, nothing. nothing's happening at all. I, 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 I will like to editorialize for a little bit about uh, the idea that you have Tommy Lee is such a loud person outspoken person and where is he and it's like it's interesting that nikki has kind of wrecked the image of the band yeah yeah kind of i mean that kind of really it's like yeah totally yeah i it, it is it is very interesting i mean i've thought of that too and i don't think about them near as much right um yeah but i have thought like sort of we haven't heard the mouthpieces going like you would sort of anticipate in this case now if we're talking about people who have caused a stir um and maybe changed the culture quite a bit we'll leave rock and roll for just a second i mean are we pouring one out to jerry springer like this has happened jerry springer That's- has left us <clears throat> Let's do, and I've got a birthday I want to celebrate too. Yeah, so I, I read a tweet today that said that later tonight, uh, 
Jenny Jones, Sally Jesse Raphael, um, Jen, uh, I'm trying to think who else it was, and Geraldo were going over to Phil Donahue's house and taking a chair and throwing it into a fireplace. It is the last effigy, like <laughs> the last rites <laughs> for Springer. <laughs> and how much he would, and how much he would love that. That's how. That's oh, how man. they would say goodbye. My my um, spouse is not. She is English second language person, and when she moved here initially, she learned a lot of English by watching <laughs> the Jerry Springer show. Because is, is that she why she calls having... you a hoe bag all the time? Is that <clears throat> no. why? Is that where that comes from? Or did you earn that on your own? I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, but but you have to you have to admit that. That was really messed up when when we realized that Jerry Springer was just like the 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 show that everyone watched on television. Well, he yeah, took over. Yeah, and that happened, and it it changed. It um, changed television. I mean, we'll see a bunch yeah. of thing pieces about this in the next few days, right? And there probably already have been plenty. Um, he was older than I thought. He was almost eighty years old, and he was a, he was the freaking mayor. Do you know that? Dude? Well, he was the mayor of Cincinnati for a while, and this is the thing, right? So, like this, when we talk about rock and roll rumors, this guy has a classic rock and roll style rumor, uh, an innuendo. And I have not done the research on this, but I will tell you what it is. Do you know the story about his fall from grace in Cincinnati? Yeah, it was a lot of va-va-voom happening, right? Well, he was paying them in checks. He was pa- <laughs> he was paying women with checks. That's I mean, that's the story I always heard. Now, again, this is not in our normal purview. So if somebody wants to, to check my research on that, but that was always the story I heard was that his fall from grace in Cincinnati was. Hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? If he was here right now, Brian, you know what would happen? He would he would get the the last word with with Jerry's final thought. You know? <laughs> Good. That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> it is. And he and he probably he, he did. What's the birthday you want to celebrate? And then I got one more letter to send us home. Oh my God! Happy uh, Happy birthday to Ace Frehley for fuck's sake! Uh, He's he's seventy two today, and Ace recently caused a real funky, awesome stir. Where on um, on Stern, Howard asked if they would get the original guys back together to play at Madison Square Garden at the end of the year for the last show ever, maybe, possibly, who knows, probably not. Um, <laughs> and and Paul said, you know, if we did that, we, it wouldn't be called Kiss. It would probably be called Piss. And Ace, <laughs> Ace, Ace got pissed off in an interview with Eddie Trunk mm. and, said, and said that he wanted a fucking apology. Oh and if God. he didn't get the apology, he was going to unload a bunch of dirt on Gene and Paul. Oh my God! Uh, Eddie Trunk and, is getting all the hot takes on our show this week. Yeah, yeah. But so, so uh, he was like, "I'm going to tell everybody," and then it was like, "I'm giving Paul, I'm giving Paul seven days." And Paul, I think, basically was like, "Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, dude." Um, and then Ace didn't do anything. Like he didn't like. He like teased some stuff that sounded like freaking that was going to be amazing anyway. But anyway, listen, if you're having a bad day ever, ever, <laughs> there's some things that make you laugh. I want to add an additional thing to that. And that is if you go to YouTube and type in Ace Freely Tom Snyder laughs and you you look at you watch this interview where Ace is blotto off of his face on Tom Snyder in makeup on Halloween with the, the other three fucking guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's so amazing. And there's like this quick take between him and Tom that is so funny and and, and kind of in a very inappropriate. I mean, for daytime TV, it was an inappropriate thing to say, <laughs> but for late night, it, it wasn't. So. I, I mean, this this seems like something we need to tackle in more in depth on the show, maybe at another time. Let's let's put a bookmark there. Come back oh, to that yeah. one. But yeah, if you want to, if you need a laugh, you need to go hear Ace Freely laugh. Because uh, uh, all right, I'm on it. That's happening. Uh, okay, let's wrap this up with one more from the right. mailbag. This comes from Chris. Uh, hi, guys. I've been working my way through Rock and Roll Bedtime Story since around Christmas. I listen most days to an episode on the way to work and one on the way home, and I am totally hooked. I honestly do not know what I'm going to do when I get caught up. <laughs> Chris, that's sweet. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I'll tell you what. We'll keep making them, and then you know maybe you do like half of one on the way and half of one on the way home, right? Um, stretch them out a little longer. No, I don't know. Go full tilt. Uh, we're going to keep making stuff for you. We're, we're we're working on some big stuff, right? We've got. I keep teasing this. We got a big, we got a big thing coming with a uh, with with a contest with some rock and roll, some concert tickets, big music festival that's happening. Uh, we're going to start doing some interviews on the show as bonus episodes. Don't worry. The, the for the regular format, the Wednesday show is going to stay the same and uh, we got all sorts of stuff. So just, you know, power through and keep in touch, Chris. And thank you so much for reching out again. What is the email address that people want to get involved? Murdoch? It's, we are the story guys at gmail.com. And do you remember you also, we've, we do have a uh, Patreon as well. And you have, you get bonus episodes. Yeah. That's, you know what? I fucked that up. Chris, I'm going to, like, let's just we'll erase what my response. And the, the response is, Chris, give us money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but if you do, you do get two more episodes a month. And uh, we've dropped some, we've dropped some gems. We've dropped, we did our, the, our favorite songs about weed. Uh, just for the Patreon crew uh, this this month already, and there's there is another one coming where we're going to play uh, uh, some more of our favorite songs and talk about music. So uh, you get all of that stuff if you go commit now to just five or ten bucks a month. You get all the back catalog stuff that's already up there. So if you need more episodes, you can find them there. If I can make the plea for just the price of a very expensive cup of coffee, <laughs> you can feel more of our art. Uh, I mean, have you tried to eat a McDonald's recently? It's literally cheaper than a meal at McDonald's anymore, and you get a couple Man, episodes a month. I the listen. The other night, I had a glass of wine poured for me. Thank you so much for pouring this glass of wine. And I drank the wine. I'm like, man, this is like kind of heavy. So I went and poured myself another glass. Um, and then I had a very smaller glass. Uh, I forgot where I was going with this entire fucking <laughs> McDonald's. Did you end up drunk at McDonald's? Would you call an Uber? Your Uber eats. Next, what happened? The next. Okay. The next morning <laughs> I woke up and I was like, Oh my God, I am so freaking hungover. Oh, McDonald's breakfast. Drink- That's where this is going. Yeah. So I go and I'm like, all right, I'm going to get a meal and then another sandwich. So I'm, that's my strategy. It's like I get the hash brown, so I get at least get the greasy hash brown, big soda, big ass soda. And then I'm like, oh, I get the total. I'm like, it's freaking $12. And I'm like, this is so ridiculous. It's like it might be cheaper for me to go to Waffle House with like so- a pair of like, like, headphones on, but no music on, so I don't hear anything. Look, look, then- let, me, let me tell you a story that, will resonate okay i keep saying we're gonna end but here we go 
so on my birthday, my wife has some people over and gets smashed. And I don't realize it because I never can tell, right? And I'm not a, you know this about me, neither of us are huge drinkers, right? We enjoy, we enjoy cocktails, but it's not just, you know. So I, like, admit, I realize this is how I know she's smashed. Like, I, I can't tell ever because she holds it really well. There was one tell. And the tell was that it was on a weekend, and so my 11-year-old was up, and his favorite thing is late-night food, right? So we've talked about You and I have talked about this before, privately. Yeah. And uh, so he comes in and is like, someone going to get me Taco Bell? And there's like still people at our house. And I was like, nah, dude, we're not getting Taco Bell. We just we had people over, and there was like food in the fridge or whatever. And uh, my wife's like, I need you to go get Taco Bell. And like she does not, she does not eat Taco Bell. <laughs> that has not happened. And I was like, I was like, listen, if I just ignore this, it'll go away. So I like try to ignore it. And like 20 minutes later, there's still people talking, there's stuff happening. And she just comes up to me and hands me the phone and it's open. And she has an Uber eats order that she's waiting to, to, for me. She's like, here, you just, when, when you decide, just hit the go button. And I look at the Uber eats button or thing, and it is going to be 30. She has ordered $35 of food at Taco Bell. Like with the Uber Eats <laughs> shit, right? And I'm like, okay, we're not doing this. We are not spending $35 on Taco Bell. So people are leaving and I fucking got in the car and drove to Taco Bell and spent and got exactly what she'd ordered on the Uber Eats app. And it was $16. <laughs> she did not feel good the next day. <laughs> oh, yes. It's like, how much are we tipping this Uber Eats guy? I know times are hard, but it's hard for all of us, man. No, yeah. I, you know. Whew, we've all been I there. Do, I do remember a very embarrassing Arby's encounter getting up to the window after we had ordered <laughs> 40, 40 sandwiches. <laughs> they were five for five. And we were like, how much money we got? When was this? Like in college? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it was like last weekend. I was like, good God. Yeah. Five for five? I don't exist, man. Inflation on that on that real <laughs> five for real fifteen. No, yeah, <clears throat> real roast beef action. Yeah, and they came to the window to take a look at us. <laughs> Who ordered forty sandwiches? And I was like, oh, this sucks. They know. Did you ever work a drive-through? I worked drive-through. <clears throat> did you work at the drive-through at Sonic? Yes. Did you work in the kitchen? Have I ever? Have I ever told? I did a little bit of both, but mostly drive-through. Um, because I was not great in the kitchen and had a face for radio, so they put me on the speaker. Um, so, t- t- have I ever told you this story about how... Oh, God, this is another sweet, sweet Brian story. You're going to make so much fun of me for this. So, it would happen every night that people would come through the drive through and they would order the extra-large slushy, And then they would come to the window, and I would hand them the extra-large slushy, which... I'm about a value, right? So I had filled it doop, to the tip top and then I smashed the thing on there so they got all the slushy they could possibly handle. And they would say, no, 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 no. We need you to pour some of that out. And I was like, oh, are you worried it's going to get in your car? Like, I wiped it down. It'll be fine. Here's a straw. No, we need you to pour some of that out. And I was like, no, 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 don't worry about it. It's totally fine. I'd hand it to him. And then I would watch them as they would open it and dump it into the truck. And I was like, I do not. And someone had to come and explain to me what was going on to teenage, young, teenage, impressionable preacher's kid, Brian, that these guys were putting tequila and vodka inside their slushies. And that's why they needed room. It's like when you go to the coffee place and they're like, do you need room for cream? It was that 
but it was vodka. Yeah, and I just always thought that slushies were delicious. Dude, I, I unironically still enjoy slushies. We, we and I don't remember if we were working together at this time, but I would know it, it was it was after you were there. When I was producing these shows, I hired this guy who's become a, a friend and you know that that whole group of friends here that in the concert industry that we have. But Scotty is this older guy who used to be I really shouldn't sell him out like this. We should have him on the show though. I wonder if I can get him on mic. He used to tour manage for fucking Smash Mouth and he's got the greatest stories of all time. But <gasps> oh my gosh. We used, I bet he does. After we would uh, we we did this summer event one time and through the whole week as we were setting up for the summer event, I kept showing up on the lot with these fucking slushies. <laughs> he's like probably 60 and I'm like, I don't know, way by my 30s. And we're just like two grown men being like, oh my God, do you have the blue raspberry? And I was like, totally. Like there were no alcohol. We were just enjoying ruining our teeth together. Uh, and oh, we yeah. still sometimes, as soon as it, like the other day I took a picture of a slushie and sent it to Scotty and was like, bro, it's slushy season. So yeah, I celebrate anything that'll ruin my teeth quickly. All right. The other the other day I went and I, I just sit I was sitting there and I was looking and I was all the ones that I would get were out. But they, they weren't <laughs> Well, anytime you go in to get a fucking slushy, half of them are out. Like right. it, it doesn't even matter. It used to be like there were certain there were certain gas stations that were better than other No. It's all of them have trash it, slushy machines. I don't it, know if they're it, just like the hardest things to maintain, if they're expensive. I don't know what the problem is, but that that game no, no way. Yeah, so I want to tell everybody, I want to tell our listeners. <laughs> we are unhinged. What, what has happened tonight? What what type of fearlessness I have. <laughs> I I took two mystery flavors oh my that had the question mark fuck. and mixed them together. Dude, did said, your head explode? Isn't that like when I you said, put Mentos in Diet Coke? You're not supposed to do I, that. I just lay, let it, I gave it up to God. <laughs> I just let the wind take me wherever that slushie was going to take me. And it took me to the fucking promised land. It was like a little like kind of ended up being peach sort of. Oh, but I don't know. I don't know exactly. But it wasn't too peach. I hate peach. But it was it was sort of like that. I don't know. There, it isn't like I can go up at the gas station and be like, hey, can you tell me what mystery flavor one and two are? And they're going to fucking know what that is. They're not gonna know what that is. <laughs> I want you to do it. I want you to do it. I want you to record yourself doing it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I gotta do it. Uh, dude, what the fuck is wrong with us? All right, I want to apologize for everyone. This is the most unhinged we have ever been. Uh, our professionalism is coming back. Remember, you can get on the way. I miss you, buddy. It's it's been good hanging yeah. out. Uh, yeah, you, so. you can get involved. We are the story guys, gmail.com. We are the story guys.com is a website. Instagram.com slash rock and roll bedtime stories. You can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash rock and roll bedtime stories. Thank you for everybody for listening, for the email, and what should people keep doing until next time? Keep telling stories.